Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Policy Shop. Tomorrow, Illinois State University is hosting the first Illinois gubernatorial debate between Governor J.B. Pritzker and Republican Darren Bailey. It's likely the candidates will get caught up in hot button issues, but according to polling from Pew Research Center, most Americans care more about the economy than any other issue right now. Here to share with us what Illinois voters need to know about Illinois' economy is Bryce Hill, Director of Fiscal and Economic Research. Bryce, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me again. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. So we were talking about the great disconnect between what people actually care about and what politicians want to talk about. So we've, we kind of set the stage here with my intro about uh, the fact that Americans are hyper-focused on the economy. Uh, if Bailey and Pritzker just don't touch on that or they, they pay it lip service tomorrow, what in your estimation is it that Illinois voters really need to know about the state of Illinois' economy? I think what voters really need to know is going to be the reason why Pritzker wants to try to avoid it and talk about it as least as possible. Uh, And it would be wise for uh, Bailey to try to focus on is just that outcomes in the state of Illinois, and we've covered it for a long time, are not as good as they are elsewhere. Um, So, you know, you have what is seemingly and will probably be mentioned in passing of, you know, 4.6% unemployment rate. Um, You know, the state's added jobs for 14, 15 consecutive months now. Uh, Those might be things that that Prisker pays lip service to, but he really wants to avoid talking about the actual nitty gritty details of that as much as possible, because once you start digging into those details, the picture starts to fall apart. And it's not as rosy as, as everything seems both, within a historical context and when you compare across states. So the the truth of the matter is that many Illinoisans are struggling. You have 300,000 Illinoisans out of work right now, finding it difficult to actually land themselves a job. We're on the brink of a lot of economic uncertainty. We need uh, some of that certainty to come from from our politicians and lawmakers about what the future looks like. Uh, But unfortunately, we're probably not going to hear much about that tomorrow. So you mentioned historical context, historical jobs performance. I want to dive into that a little bit, too, because I think uh, to a certain extent, it's fair to say that the past two, three years have been incredibly unusual. And so measuring jobs performance, economic performance broadly uh, and holding it to the same standard as normal times is unfair um, because of everything that we've been through. So how do you how do you talk about the job performance in the past several years um, fairly? What's your analysis? What do we need to know? So things have definitely been unprecedented, to use a very overused term. But you know, you've it's not every day, not every couple of years that you see this massive multi-million you know spike in unemployment, record unemployment claims, and then also see you know, what's really been an incredibly quick rebound when you talk about the depths of of job losses versus where we're at today. So on one hand, like, yes, this has been a new frontier, something we haven't seen, just trying to treat the economy like a light switch, turn it on and off. And we've had some some lingering effects from that. But I think 
the biggest things that we can look at to kind of evaluate, you know, what the experience has been is to look at one, um, where do we stand today in Illinois versus, versus the past? So when you look pre-pandemic, Illinois' unemployment rate was actually even lower. So we were, we were in the neighborhood of 3.5%, slightly higher than, than the national average of 3.3%. But we had basically seen this essentially a decade-long climb out of the Great Recession for Illinois' unemployment rate and labor market to, to catch up with the national economy, at least in terms of unemployment rate um, and, and opportunities. And then, you know, we should also look at, you know, we on the surface, we have that that kind of context. There are some some less than ideal outcomes in Illinois pre uh, pre pandemic. You see wider gaps between minority Illinoisans uh, and white Illinoisans than you see in, in many other states. So we saw uh, gaps in employment that were among the largest in the nation when it comes to prime working age. Uh, the prime working age workforce, uh, you see larger gaps in unemployment between black and white Illinoisans than you see in virtually any other state. Uh, so, so at the surface level, the economy had kind of caught up to the national average, but it wasn't working as well for, for everybody across the spectrum. And then you introduce, you know, 2020 hits, um, the economy gets shut down overnight, essentially. And we see a massive spike in, in unemployment everywhere. Illinois was actually on, on, you know, a fortunate receiving end of that because those job losses initially weren't as bad as they were in other places. Uh, so Illinois got a relatively, you know, not relatively, an extremely diverse economy, a pretty robust labor force. And we weathered that storm better than, than most other states who are, you know, maybe particularly reliant on tourism or certain industries uh, for, for their economy and for jobs. Illinois is not in that situation. And so we saw fewer job losses here, but what we didn't see was, you know, the same magnitude of this kind of rebound effect that we saw everywhere else. Uh, so the jobs didn't come back as fast here. They came back short at a, at a, at a pretty fast pace relative to historical jobs growth, but we're still missing almost a hundred thousand of them. As I mentioned, uh, you have more than 300,000 Illinoisans out of work, actively looking for it. The labor force is smaller than it was pre-pandemic. Uh, and at the same time, 19 states are actually above their pre-pandemic employment levels. Uh, so you have this wide gap. The rest of the nation has recovered these losses. Illinois still hasn't. Uh, and it's leading to, you know, real life, real world Illinoisans hurting because of that. I want to switch gears a little bit, too, because if we need to get people back to work, then that means that we need to encourage opportunities to come here in the form of jobs. So switch gears mentally to what do um, business owners and operators and small business owners care about when they think about the economy? You know, we're talking about uh, broad metrics here to get a picture of what things are like in Illinois. But if you are just a, a normal person trying to operate a business, grow a business, hire more people, provide for your family, what are the, the things that you're most focused on here in Illinois that are hindering you potentially? Yeah. So for really any business owner anywhere, the things that you're going to consider are, you know, what does my market look like? What, you know, who are my potential clients that I'm selling a good or service to? Um, and 
what kind of employees do I have? What access to talent do I have uh, to be able to attract and retain employees and, you know, meet production and, and deliver the quality of services and goods that uh, I'm hoping to. Uh, and then, of course, you also look at, you know, how easy of, is it going to be to operate? What are, you know, potential profit margins look like? And, and in Illinois, you have what is, especially in the Chicago area, but even in downstate Illinois, um, you have what would typically be considered a pretty good labor market. You have, uh, like I said, a very diverse group of participants. You have um, highly educated, a highly, highly educated workforce in the Chicago area uh, and even centered in Springfield, uh, or sorry, not Springfield, Champaign. Um, so you, you have this pool of talented workers, but when you look at the, you know, the demand side, when you look at p- potential people to to sell your goods and services to, uh, there's fewer and fewer of them every single year. So we're losing over 100,000 Illinoisans every single year due to outmigration. It's the sole driver of population decline in Illinois. Uh, from that perspective, you know, the the base of your clientele base is just shrinking. It makes it very hard to make a long-term commitment into the state. And then when you talk about the cost side of things and, and you know, your potential profit margins, that really gets into the why of, of why that, that clientele base is shrinking and why it's actually harder to operate in Illinois because high taxes are the number one reason people cite for, for wanting to leave the state. There's the second highest property taxes in the nation in Illinois. They continuously rise every single year. Uh, they're the largest cost for families. They're typically among the largest operating costs for businesses as well when you talk about fixed costs. Um, so those things are really eating into the bottom lines of, of families and businesses alike. And it's why so many people are choosing to to leave the state uh, despite you know what would generally be con- be considered some pretty favorable conditions initially. What do you expect J.B. Pritzker to say about his record on the economy? I think he'll tout, um, you know, relatively low in historical terms unemployment rate of 4.5%. He won't touch on the 100,000 jobs that are still missing or the 300,000 Illinoisans that that are out of work still, or the fact that 4.5% is actually third highest in the nation when it comes to the unemployment rate. So, So he'll probably just tout on the unemployment rate being perceptively low, even though it's not actually. I would say he'll probably also point to business applications. He's he's done in the past. He's mentioned that Illinois leads the nation in business applications. He calls them startups, uh, but it's really just the first step in actually having a startup. Um, you know, the, the missing context there is that Illinois has among the most business applications in the nation, but relatively few of them actually get to open their doors. Uh, we have pretty average outcomes when it comes to business creation because uh, regulations and financial and burdens and other cumbersome items crop up along the way, preventing people from actually opening their doors. Um, so those, you know, that's also looking at things through very rose-colored glasses on his end that he'll probably tout. And then I think that that unfortunately he'll probably try to mislead people when it comes to the the population picture. And say that you know the Census Bureau got it wrong when it when it releases its population estimates that there were actually more people in the state than previously thought, uh, which is true, but people are actively leaving. The Census Bureau continues to say that, 
Um, unfortunately, you know, that's that's not the narrative the governor's chosen chosen to run with, which is, you know, the reality of the situation that, yes, there are more people here than we thought, but they're also leaving in record numbers. When you watch a debate, what do you pay the most attention to? I think I pay the most attention to what isn't said or the things that, you know, are glossed over because those are the the areas that people want to avoid talking about. And those are typically the areas that people should be most interested in. Um, you know, politicians participating in these debates are trained to go to point to outcomes that are most favorable for them, talking points that are most favorable for them that pull the best uh, for their respective bases. So by paying attention to the, the areas that they're silent or the topics that they're silent on probably says more than anything they're actually going to say during the debate. All right. And in closing, just summarize real quick for us in one to three sentences what we need to know about Illinois' economy. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty approaching. You know, Illinois might be in a recession. We might not be. But, but outcomes are certainly lagging our neighbors and our peers. We need certainty moving forward. We need a certainty that property taxes aren't going to keep going up. Um, I think the first thing that that means most immediately on election day is that voters want to take a hard look at Amendment 1, uh, which is projected to raise property taxes, will certainly raise property taxes. The question is really just how much. So I think that you know that should be top of mind and actually should probably be the number one issue discussed during uh, the debate when we talk about the economy as well. Uh, and that if we want any real sustainable relief and and to see these outcomes change, we need to have honest conversations about what's actually happening in the economy rather than glossing over and and painting over, you know, the really ugly details to get this really nice, pretty picture based on some relatively favorable top line numbers. All right. Well, Bryce, thanks for breaking that down for us. We'll see how the debate goes, but I appreciate your insight on what people actually need to know about the economy. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.